0: Gradient.
1: The Journey with Dave and Dodsy, an initiative of the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong and Pulse 94.1. It's
2: now time for The Journey with Dodsy and Dave.
3: G'day and welcome to The Journey on Pulse 94.1. I'm Dave. And I'm Dodsey and it is great to be back in the red chair behind the mic. Mate, how's your week been?
4: It's been a great week indeed. Great weather out there, Dodsy. I wanted to share with you a quick story which ties in with the story I shared last week about the mother at the wedding who mentioned God. Mm. Well, this week at a wedding, it was the bride, and it was totally unexpected for me. Here I was watching the speeches. The bride and groom got up. Mm. The first thing that the bride said was, I'd like to thank God with reference to her life and the groom.
3: That's awesome, mate. We had a very spirit-filled night on Saturday ourselves with the 10th anniversary of our Holy Spirit prayer group. Now, 74 people attended a mass celebrated by Father Hugh Thomas, and that was followed by an hour of praise and worship music with this eight-piece band-aid. Then we all broke bread over a home-cooked meal and finished off the night with some pretty challenging trivia. It was an awesome and anointed night, and it showed me the importance of being part of a faith community.
4: Sounds like you had a great weekend also, Dodsy. Thanks for sharing that story. I have to say, I love this time of year as well. The weather's warming up, footy finals, and the cricket coming up very shortly.
3: Yeah, mate, it has been good, but it is a bit hard without the Dragons running around. Mind you, mate, watching the Newcastle Knights going around those last couple of weeks has been like watching the Dragons of 2010 with uh, Wayne Bennett and a big chunk of those Dragons side from 2010 running around.
4: I'm just cheering on some good footy. Oh, Dodzy, you had to mention 2010 when those St. George of dragons beat my poor roosters. Anyway, let's get on with the show today, Sunday Gospel Reflection with Father Richard Healy. Bruce Downs, a Catholic guy. We've also got the lovely Sister Hilda, Wisdom from the Abbey. Trish McCarthy's Milk and Honey segment looks at Creation Creator. And the Parolas with the Art of Apology, it's part two. Pete Gilmore looks at the Ceramic Cow... We've also got an interview with one of our regular presenters, Mr. Bruce Downs, a.k.a. The Catholic Guy. I can't wait to hear what Bruce has got to say.
3: But first up though, we'll break open the Word of God with this week's Sunday Gospel Reflection with Father Richard Heady from Camden. I can't wait. Let's get on with the
5: show.
6: Here's this week's Reflection on the Gospel.
5: In the first three books in the New Testament that tell the story of Jesus, there are about 40 parables. Parables are stories that Jesus tells that compare something in ordinary life with what is happening in the Kingdom of God. Parables are always important because they give us an insight into the very heart of God our Father. When Jesus tells a parable, it is about something that is already happening now, not just some timeless truth. Today we hear another parable that is unique to the Gospel of Luke. In chapter 16, Jesus tells us about two men, an unnamed, very rich man, who acts like a king dressing in purple and fine linen, who feasts magnificently every day. At his door, but unnoticed by the rich man, is a poor man in a terrible situation. Unlike the rich man, the poor man does have a name, Lazarus. Both of the men die and go to Sheol, the place where the dead wait for the resurrection in the Jewish understanding. But now there is a great reversal. Lazarus ends up in a place of comfort, while the rich man is in torment. Remember, Jesus is regularly accused of welcoming outcasts and sinners. So it seems he's putting into practice now in the present world what will happen in the future one. The age to come is beginning to break into the present one. So Jesus is reminding the Pharisees as he continues to remind the church today and anyone who is a great lover of money that he is about bringing the law and the prophets to completion and fulfilling the whole story and kingdom mission of Israel. There are only two parables that speak about a judgment of someone that leaves them in a place of torment. This is one. The other is the story of another rich man who ignores the needs of the many poor people around him when he receives a bumper crop and decides to build even bigger barns rather than sharing the wealth. It really makes you think about how we can do more to let the kingdom of God come and do everything now on earth as it is in heaven. This is Father Richard Healy from St. Paul's in Camden. Grace and peace.
1: You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey from the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong. On
6: And now, inspiring you to dream, here's Bruce Downs, the Catholic Guy.
1: Have you
7: ever caught yourself hanging on to something that happened in the past and you weren't able to let go? A memory, a conversation, an argument, an event or a decision? Some events that happen to us affect us deeply and stir up emotions and memories that capture us in the past and don't let us move forward. Sometimes a decision we made for better or worse has consequences that we have to live with every day, reminded of that decision. Do you think God wants us to live in that place every day? When we look backwards into the past, holding on to a sad memory and painful experiences or bad decisions, we're not allowing God to do anything. He cannot bless us into our past. What's done is done. At times like this, we can feel alone and stuck, but in reality, we never are alone. God is always with us in our weaknesses. He is able to be strong. When we look with hope and positivity in the future, we allow God to bless us. He can work and move in our future, but not our past. What are you holding on to from the past? Ask God today to help you to let go of the things in the past that hold you back and keep you looking behind instead of gazing ahead. When you do this, you'll be able to live in the freedom and the blessing you were created for. Why don't you join me at thecatholicguy.com where you'll be inspired to dream.
3: You're listening to The Journey on Pulse 94.1. Just then we heard from the Catholic guy with his weekly segment and shortly we'll hear from him again in an interview he did for The Journey this week.
4: Yeah, really looking forward to that one, Dodsy. He's such an energetic guy with a real passion for bringing people to an experience of Christ. Here's an opportunity for listeners to consider getting involved in, growing in their walk with Jesus by growing in their understanding of the gospel.
3: That's right, mate. There's a great little six-week course being run at both Bulleye and Roos with the opportunity to break open the Word of God and spend some time with Jesus in the Gospel of Luke with all its great stories of compassion like the Good Samaritan, the Prodigal Son and the Walk to Emmaus. Now, it's going to be run from October the 10th from 9.45 in the morning till 2 in the Arvo at St. Joseph's Church. Now, that's at 48 Park Road, Bulleye and at St. Thomas More Church in Acacia Avenue, Roos. Now, to book your spot contact Darren McDowell by email. He's on cfl at dow.org.au or give him a call on 4222 2463.
8: Here's Sister Hilda with Wisdom from the Abbey. A couple of weeks ago, I heard a story about two fish. It's typical of my stage in life, I'm sure, that I can't remember who told me the story or when. I just know that I heard this story. So here are two fish, and they're swimming around in Sydney Harbour. And one says to the other, ''Somebody told me that water is really important for us.'' The other fish said, ''Oh, what a lot of rot. (laughs) That's not true.'' ''Oh, no, 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 they reckon it really is. They reckon that without water we'll die.'' ''Oh, no, look, I haven't heard that. It's a lot of rot. Don't believe it.'' ''Oh, well,'' said the other fish, ''I suppose you're right.'' (laughs) And off they went swimming to heaven only knows where. Funny thing, isn't it? You and I are surrounded by God. You and I are surrounded by his grace, by his love, by his forgiveness. And we can talk to people who'll say to us, what a lot of rot. You and I grab life from this God. And most of the time, indeed, sometimes all the time. You and I aren't the slightest bit aware of it. We don't even really think it exists. And yet as truly as water is necessary for fish, just as truly is the life of God necessary for you and I. And marvelously, God's provided the fish with water. He has provided us with himself. But now the challenge is how to know that, how to access that. i got three things. Firstly, talk to people who really know him. Note, not the people who know about him. No, the people who know him. Involve yourself in the things of God, in the groups that speak of God, in the works that encourage you to work for God. That's the second thing. Now, here comes the third thing, and perhaps this is the most important of the lot. Each day... You say these few words. Father, I abandon myself into your hands. Abandonment, that's the ticket. As truly as that fish abandons itself to the water. Let me encourage you today to abandon yourself, your life to God. You'll be surprised the comfort those words bring you when a challenge comes your way, when a decision has to be made. And then one day, you know, you will say, I don't believe in God. I know him. He is truly present in my heart.
1: You're listening to The Journey on Cradio.org.au.
8: Well, we're
3: going to listen now to an interview that our producer Jude Hennessy had with Mr. Bruce Downs. Now, he's one of our weekly contributors, as you know. Bruce has got an amazing story and an incredible ministry an evangelist who inspires people to dream by growing closer to God and living a life that
4: journeys with God. So let's hear from Bruce Downs, the Catholic guy.
2: I'm here with Bruce Downs, the Catholic guy, who's one of our regular presenters on the journey. Thanks for joining us, Bruce.
7: Thanks, Jude. It's great to be here.
2: Bruce, you're doing regular segments for us each week on the journey. I'm sure lots of listeners would like to know, just very quickly, what's the Bruce Downs story?
7: Well, I'm, I'm married. I have five children, uh, three grandchildren. Uh, I have worked in the Catholic Church and in the Christian Church for all of my life. I'm fascinated by the question of how do we reach people who find the gospel hard to relate to? And how do we reach so many of people in the church of all Christian denominations, not just Catholics, who are struggling to find God in their everyday life? Uh, connect with Him and to help those people to deepen in their own experience of God, but at the same time live great lives every day.
2: Fantastic. Bruce, you travel all over the country and you get to speak to lots of people all the time in in lots of events that you're doing in churches. Uh, Give us a bit of an understanding how that that sort of all happened.
7: Well, it's interesting. From the time I was young, I've always believed that God wanted me to proclaim the gospel, to tell people about Him and and, uh, particularly to do that in a way that people understand and uh, through a whole series of different events. Uh, I started getting asked, I then started getting asked to travel and to share the gospel. I had some great mentors both within the Catholic Church and many pastors and and people that I admire in other churches really helped form my understanding of outreach and proclaiming and speaking the gospel in a great way. And so once I had done many, many years of of all of that kind of study, then slowly somehow people just seemed to discover it and through a couple of deliberate things that we did, uh, people started inviting us to their churches and into their parishes and, and to conferences and, well, it just went from there. Bruce, you're known across many churches as the Catholic guy. How
2: would you get a name like that?
7: Well, it's interesting. I I preach in a lot of Catholic Catholic churches, but I also speak in a lot of churches that are not Catholic. And one of the things that I am am committed to is the fact that when I go to another church to speak that's not a Catholic church, I go there and I am a Catholic. It is part of who I am. And, uh, and and I often say to the pastors when they ask me if I'll speak in these other churches, listen, I would appreciate it if you said to the people that I'm a Catholic. I'm just not, uh, a, 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 I'm not a priest. I'm not someone from another dimension. Catholic's very important to me. And, uh, and would you introduce me as a Catholic? And in every church I've been to, I've never been to one ever that has said, hey, that's a problem to us. And they've always introduced me like that. But the problem is, is that people never remember my name. And so I get stopped at airports and shopping centres, etc. and people often stop and they'll go, are you, are, you, are you that Catholic guy? And when our television program began, uh, the lawyer that was working on put it, setting it all together, he'd heard this title, the Catholic guy, and he said, well, let's just call it that. And at the time, I think it's a, in many ways it's just a silly name, but uh, it stuck. So and you, that's just how it with it.
2: you just ran with it and it stuck?
7: We just ran with it. That's exactly right. Uh, the people, people tagged at the Catholic Guy. I didn't think the television program would go uh, for very long, and so it didn't really worry me. And, uh, and, but it's been there for years now, and, uh, yeah, people know me more than that. Uh, people don't even know my name.
2: Bruce, the tagline associated with so much of what you do is, is inspiring you to dream. What do you mean by that, and, and how did that come about?
7: Well, one of, the, one of the meanings of the word inspire means to breathe. And we see as our objective, and I believe that what God has asked me to do, is to breathe life into people through the gospel. And to help people to live wonderful lives in the very ordinary things of life, to be come into a relationship with Christ, but also at the same time, because of that, to live great marriages, to be doing well in their study, uh, to be doing well in work. And I think we've got to help people to inspire them to live the dream and the hopes and the desires that they have that, they, that God has put in their life. And so we see ourselves as helping people elevate themselves to that place of responding to that. Bruce, you're
2: calling people to fullness of life, obviously, as part of that slogan, So what could people expect to hear from week to week with the inputs that you're providing for for our program, The Journey?
7: Well, uh, I I think what we're trying to do is, is to take ordinary things and to cause people just to have a moment of pause and to stop and say, am I being all that I can be at this time in my life where I am at this stage in my life? Because it doesn't take much for us to fall into ruts or to fall into, to fall into places where uh, far level than the places that we can be. And so we're trying to lift people up to be all that they want to be. So if, if they did get called home that day by God, they'd be able to look him straight in face to face and say, I'm in the place that i meant to be right now. That's what we're trying to do every time we try to inspire someone to dream.
2: Bruce, thanks very much for being with us today. We're really appreciative of the content that you're providing for us as part of the journey and we uh, look forward to, to having you on board
7: for, for the future. Yeah, no problem at all, Jude. Uh, we would be delighted to be, uh, my and my whole team would be delighted to be part of this. Uh, we finish all of our programs by saying to everybody, never forget that no matter where you are around the world, God is never far from you. And I pray that that's the case with the, the program that's on radio every
4: week.
2: Thanks so much, Bruce. Good to talk to you.
4: Bless you. Bless you. It's The Journey on Pulse 94.1. Well, what a great story and a great ministry Bruce Downs is involved in. Catholic Guy Ministries, inspiring you to dream. Makes me feel lucky that we've got him here on The Journey each week, Dodsy.
3: Oh, for sure, Dave. He's got a message for all Christians. It's so simple. Walk with Christ through daily prayer and get to know God through the scriptures. His simple little two-minute messages each week have been great so far. And it's great to know that he'll share his stories and insights on The Journey each week.
9: Now it's time for milk and honey with Trish McCarthy. Many of us have the privilege of having little people in our lives—children, grandkids, nieces and nephews, even little brothers and sisters. If so, you may have had the blessing of receiving a masterpiece from them. In my springtime clean-up, decluttering and making space, I contemplated throwing out some of these masterpieces that I had held onto for so long. However, I just couldn't bring myself to do it. As I reflected, I came to realize that what was tied up in the experience was a simple notion. How you treat the creation is a reflection of how you feel about the creator. That's not to say that this is always the case, but it resonated with me that day on a deeper level. I thought about the gift of my mind, body and spirit, how God is interwoven into every aspect of my being and how I choose to use this gift can be seen as a reflection of how I feel about my creator, the author of my life. This simple idea propelled me to look again about the choices I make regarding what I put in and do with my own body, the quality of my thoughts and attitudes, as well as my commitment to nourishing my spirit. I deeply love the little people in my life and often display with joy and pride the gift of their creations, a reflection of my connection and relationship with them. On a deeper level, I recommitted that day to reflecting in my everyday life the love I have for Christ, Through the love and care I give his creation, my unique being.
1: You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey from the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong on cradio.org.au
6: And now with their tips for vibrant marriages and family life, here's Byron and Francine Parola with Smart Loving. Hi, we're Francine and Byron Parola from smartloving.org. Last week we began a five-part series on the art of apology where we talked about the importance of admitting your error without qualifying it with but or if statements. Today we want to talk about the second aspect of apology, acknowledging the harm.
0: One of the things that often holds people back from accepting an apology and granting forgiveness is the sense that their spouse doesn't really understand the full extent of the harm done. They rightly still fear that there will be a reoccurrence because if there's no genuine understanding of the harm done, the person who is apologising can too easily repeat the offence. The wounded spouse feels like they have to remain defended because there is uncertainty in their mind about whether there is really a motivation to avoid a reoccurrence.
6: This used to be a problem for us when we first married. We were so eager to forgive and get back into love with each other we often brushed over this part. The result was that we kept hurting each other the same way over and over. We were sorry, but because we hadn't fully understood the harm we did to each other, we too easily repeated it.
0: A clear and thorough articulation of the harm done is tremendously healing for the wounded person. To hear someone, especially the one who hurt them, name and validate the specific ways that they have been impacted is tremendously affirming. It releases within the wounded spouse the need to have their hurt validated, and allows them to open up to trust again.
6: We've seen too many wounded couples stuck in a pattern of entrenched blame and reactivity for the process of an apology to be a simple matter. In reality, a bit of knowledge and training is invaluable because sometimes good intentions is simply not enough to restore the relationship. We're Francine and Byron Parola. For more tips and information about relationships, visit www.smartloving.org.
3: You know, we were talking about Bruce Downs before, Dave. Yeah. Well, the parolas are another great get for the journey each week. They're passionate about good marriages. and They want to give people tips on how to make marriages the best they can be and always have something practical you can work on each week, married or not. The tips they give are just great.
4: Yeah, that's right, Dodsy. And that's why they are asked to speak all around Australia, indeed all around the world on marriage.
3: And I just want to let the listeners know about a gathering for healing and hope. Now, that'll be held from 7pm to 8pm on Friday the 11th of October, at St. Peter and Paul Church at Koyama. This will be a time of prayer for anyone who's experienced loss, and look, let's face it, loss is part of all of our lives at some stage,
4: but it's not something God wants us to journey with bravely on our own. Exactly right. So if you've suffered loss or hurt or know someone who has, you're really encouraged to come along. For more info, give Mrs. Denise Adams a call on 0408 360 034. Coming up, Pete Gilmore with Living the Gospel.
6: Now let's live the gospel with Pete
10: Gilmore. About 20 years ago in primary school, I had an opportunity to work with Clay. The task was simple. Make something for your mum for Mother's Day. My mum was and still is a big tea drinker, so I had the perfect idea. I would make a ceramic cow that could be used as a milk pourer. Not really thinking the anatomy through very well, I made a cow that's mouth was open, so when you poured the milk would come out of the cow's mouth. The tail was folded up and became the handle. Brilliant! However, during the firing process in the kiln, there was a bit of a mishap. The tail unfolded and hardened, sticking straight out the back. That, coupled with the cow's face, resulted in a terrified-looking cow, like it had just rubbed up against an electric fence. To this day, my mother still displays that awkwardly composed gift amongst the family photos and trophies. To me, it's a terrible example of clumsy art. To her, It's the perfect gift, an example of something that her boy, the child she created, had made. She doesn't care that it doesn't look the best or doesn't really work, she just loves me and sees the gift for what it is, my love for her. The gifts we give God, whether it's our time, our talents or our treasure, may never be perfect in our eyes, but never forget, God doesn't judge them like we do. He just sees his son or his daughter giving their best. In Jesus, we can always approach the throne of grace and trust that he perfects the gifts we bring. Don't be afraid to give God your best today. God bless.
3: Great message again from Pete Gilmore there, who as we speak is in Rome at a conference with Pope Francis, hearing all about evangelisation in the modern world. Well, that's the end of another show, Dave. Another big week of school holidays coming up. I hope all the kids and especially the teachers are recharging their batteries before heading into Term 4. Thanks to all our regular contributors. Sister Hilda, Bruce Downs, Pete Gilmore, Trish McCarthy and the Parolas. Now we've got another big show planned for next week, the NRL Grand Final Day. I know everyone will be listening to The Journey before they even think about the footy. And remember, have Have yourselves a great
4: week.
2: The Journey is produced by the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong in cooperation with Pulse 94.1 and edited by Jude Hennessy and Daniel Hopper from the Office of the Bishop.
1: You have been listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey on cradio.org.au. You can listen into The Journey in Wollongong by tuning into Pulse 94.1 on Sundays from 11am to 12pm or Wednesdays from 10 to 11pm. And you can tune in from anywhere else in the world through the Pulse 94.1 website or streaming on cradio on Sundays from 8 to 9pm. Find all the episodes of The Journey, and for more shows, talks, and interviews, visit cradio.org.au.